welcome to the old new podcast, his old show. I'm Gibbo. Mick McGrath. Mick. Gibbs. Not a good weekend for you, pal. Meant yeah. to dive straight into it. Where do we start, mate? Well, you can start with 35 seconds in. Honestly, absolute fucking shambles. You need a goal down. Off a corner as well. Yeah. How did you get a corner so quick? Oh. You just can't clear all, it doesn't clear our lines and then. Do you know what I don't know how they got to, Do you know what I watched it back, but I had Jeff still don't know. And then he just done. We got done on our own corner. Back post. The one you do? Uh, yeah, it was a shambles, mate. It was. It was the worst. It's been for. Getting a bit regular, innit? Yeah, we're in a rut. We're in a, we're in a rut. We've got lads missing, injured, people going on all day. Your lads, for me, your lads have got to step up now and do a bit themselves. Yeah, they have, yeah, they've got to... Um, I'm not talking about extra running or extra this, I'm sorting the shit out, their heads out. Yeah, we've just, we just got into a, a bad run of form at a horrendous time. I mean, it could have been seven or eight. Yeah. It could have been seven or eight, nah, and you know, it wasn't for Keaton. He's made some great saves. It would have been worse, but... Good times as well, pal. Yeah, move on. So, Asheville midweek beat Eckersall 3 0. Tom Hartley, Ben Coward, and Josh Malden. But they got beat by Main Road the weekend 2 0. Did they, yeah? And there's the weekend. Big win for them. Massive. 2 1 against. Go on. Rochester. Rochester. They were 1 0 down with 85 minutes gone. Key. Kieran Frost and Jake Clark. Getting the goals, that's what they need to do. They need to beat the teams lower than them. But that's them. Yeah. Straight into Chester. Not a report for Chester. No. Surprised. Baltimore's have got one. Yeah. Uh, Shaftesbury Youth Club, who finished runner up in season 2019 20 and 2021. Will they have a better opportunity to finally get their hands on the Premier Division trophy? On Saturday, Shafts travelled to league leaders, locked down, and secured a 5 3 1 win. Thanks to goals from Eddie Jeb, Ian McGraw and Finlay on Wemmy. A result which sees Shafts take over at the top on goal difference with two games in hand over second place Blake and Reserves. The Evergreen Billy McGee scored lockdown's consolation. Just looking at it now, they've jumped from like seven because they've now put the points on, do you know, that they were out and that. Yeah. But they are the. Only got five games left. Blake and have only got three games left. But they play each other, don't they? Yeah, well, uh, as I said today, they, they literally need. They play the wagon as well. The way. Wagon and horses. Shaft play. Yeah. You know what I'm six. saying is, that's the hardest game, playing in the wagon. Yeah. So if they get a draw at wagon, they can afford to be by Blaken. Yeah, suppose. Blaken can finish <coughs> on 35 points. So Shafts would need basically three wins in a draw. And it's done. The goal difference is actually seven better as it is now. But good luck to them. Yeah, look at local club doing what. Crystalton and Hill Rangers shared the points in exciting games. Zach Hall and Matt Jones are on target for Crystalton. They were 2 0 up at half time. But Hill battled back midway through the second half. Kyle Stoddard goal gave them hope before Josh Leach popped up in injury times to score a dramatic equaliser. And to the trophy championship. Father's relentless pursuit of glory continued as they ruthlessly dispatched of Hill Rovers 9 0. 
Lee Parry continued his five more and Petra scored in six. Six? Well, Sam nice. Bevenwalls also netted two. With others coming via own goals. Double hat trick, you don't get many of them. Session Alex put a severe dent into Newton reserves. Own title ambitions as they run out two one winners. Ashley Reed and Niall Parker done the damage for Session as Danny Mongan replied for Newton. Big winner. That's over. Yeah, they've they've um... Newton have got a two points off the top but they've only got two games left and found and have got two games in hand and Chester a force is it? And on the same point but have only got one game left, same as Session. Well Session are well out of it, so it's only out of three, but Farndon would have to really throw it away. In yes. fact, I'm declaring Farndon champions today. Oh I haven't seen the league but the bold shows. And and declaring Shaft champions as well. Just to throw it up there. That'd be nice. <laughs> Orange. Oh, they got beat. They got beat. Did they? Yeah. They got beat 4-1 by Chester Nomads. Uh, Lewis Connie, goal for Orange. And goals are Ocean Jones, James Lloyd, Leo Massey also got in there. I've just said there, Chester are in the hunt for the title, so it's still a massive improvement. Danny Carr was named man of the match as he bagged a fine hatchet to help Sutton Rangers for 6 the winner with Paul Sunlight Nomads. Joe Dalthwaite also netted the brace and Daniel Lewis singles. The Vets League Division 3. Nesta Nomads. With strikes from Jill, Jim Thompson and Andy Thorpe made eight wins from eight. With a narrow 2 1 win over Chester Nomads Vets who replied with goals from Hamish McCutchey. <laughs> Say like that. Looks like that, I like the name. McCutchey. And declare a nest and nomad vets champs as well. Look, they've won eight out of eight, it's gonna be over now. Well the wins would have lost two one seven, so Johnny Stubbs netted for Nags Ed as they drew one all at half of vets. Division four, Upton J Vets had Shira Cosson in fine form as he bagged a hat trick, Phil Cordell notched twice, and Michael Carroll also got on got one to see Upton run out six two winners. Consolation goals with Volts came from Alan Teese and John Evans. The Rake and Pickle played out a three-all thriller against Crossway Vets. Russ Morgan bagged the brace and Pete Wheeler a single for Pickle, whilst Lee Coombs, Andrew Thomas and Phil Goss netted for Crossway. Last one, the Rangers defeated MSB Walton 2-0. Thanks and goals from Richard Dalton and Carl Fowley. That league's too close to declare anyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, good running in that one. And that's us with the chest there. Shall we go straight on to the West Cheshire, eh? Yeah. Reigning champions. Well, League One champions. Major Hill 1 2 1. Cape and Israel, thanks to Keith Cartwright. Effort and own goal. And as a, as a result, extended the advantage. To the top to seven points with yet, two games in hand. Yet to receive a report, which he has done late before, but <coughs> with 11 games to go, declaring the Royal Champions. I am, yeah. It's over that one. Nearest rivals, Bill St. Edmunds, scored through Carl Begvist and Brad Sherwood, but forfeited ground after McGull hit back by Chris Wilkinson on her own goal. 
And it was a similar sort of story for Fair Plays Newton, who, who had Ryan Began on the mark, but with an IMAX from Spoils. Twin Equalizer from NT Villas, Sam Dahl. Fair play to all, they just win, though, do I? Everyone else is dropping points. Oh, wait, I know this is mad, and I just don't get playing on a Friday night. It gets just killing them, by the way. Obviously, it's for pitch, isn't it? I don't know what you're saying, but it's a- absolutely killing them. Like Bootle, their pitch is Marines, isn't it? They can only get it on Friday night. I think Newton have got Jericho Lane only Friday night, but. I agree with you, it will be because when you're doing it every week, yeah, it's normal to you, but to the opposition, for me, that's a fucking. If you're going over there on a Friday night, it's like, come on, lads, we're out after this. Got no game tomorrow. Even if you play Sundays, you're alright, aren't you? So you're on a high going there, aren't you? Okay, at the other end of the table, Basin's Alpha tells me Paul Town had a goal from Harvey Foster to show for their efforts, but we're second best on the day. A Liverpool replica played. The Joker in four goal hot shots, Elliot Taylor. Favourite efforts from Jake Preston and Elliot Callum. Complete a 6 1 route. They're struggling, aren't they? They are. Fellow strugglers, Hazel, we have a report. Yeah. We welcome Mosley Hill to Gaten Park this week, looking to build some momentum in the battle to stay up. And confidence was high, but a terrible start was our undoing. In the first five minutes, our lad was fouled on the halfway line, with no foul given. The ball was played through to this striker, who was a good five yards offside, which also wasn't given. And he's gone through. He's been clipped by the keeper. And after some lengthy VAR-style deliberations and what seemed like two or three different decisions, a penalty was awarded and their striker netted it. Our keeper, Luke Forshaw, very close to getting a hand to it. Now, question. West Cheshire wants to have linesman? I'm liking to say yeah, like... They should do. I'm hoping they do. I just I remember someone saying it might have stopped, but after a poor decision and falling behind, all lads lost their composure for the next 10 minutes or so. Mossy Hill capitalised with two quick fire goals that we needed to defend better. Once it became 3 0, we settled down and started to play a bit. We created a few half decent chances and on another day may have got back into the game, but we couldn't do enough. And despite a much improved performance, the game ended 3 0 to the visitors. Despite the poor start, it was good to see us pull together mm. and try and fight back. Lots to work on, and many positives if we welcome Marshalls next week. We know we have to improve and start the game on the front foot. Eight games to go, and we know what we need to do. Better, Elsmere Bourne, you still. Yeah, that's what you've got to do. Goals at Con Anderson 2 and Owen Cassidy. Stuart Jackson scored for Vauxhall Moses, but they got beat 2-1 by Marshalls. Jacob Till and Callum Hodgkinson. Gone. The whole club's gone. That isn't gone. <laughs> that isn't gone. <laughs> Settle down. Elsewhere, the points were shared. The double from Chester and Brandon Dixon was negated by Dave Kelly efforts. And an own goal for Rain Town. Loads of draws in this league, isn't it? Division 2 show leaders, Pilton Vicks in third place. Hellsby battle out a nil-nil stalemate. 4-2 the week before. Mm, it's left Vic, six points in credit at the top. Run Corn Sports up the ante in their promotion bid after goals from Ryan Reynolds, two and Steve Wood, seal the 3-2 victory over a depleted Malaby. See, if you look at the points on that league, you'd look to, but with games in hand, there's a big running to go there. Big running. Be an exciting finish, that one. 
South Sefton Borough with goals from Sam Dempsey 2 and Sean Robinson pulled off a welcome 3-0 win at Pilton Royal. I have a report. Do you have a report from Wednesday? Yeah. Because he smashed that really, didn't he? Was there anything in the report about Wednesday? No. Not yet, it might be at the bottom. Well, I'll save it and if it doesn't, we'll read it at the end because... They deserve it, don't they? No, it isn't. Pilton Royal nil, South Sefton 3. After the high of a morale boosting win midweek, we were hoping to build on it against South Sefton, who visitors placed bottom of the league and keep our mini unbeaten run going, but it didn't work out that way, as is often the case in football. South Sefton were full value for the three points on the day, and as good as we've been midweek and enjoyed the praise, we were as poor in this game after only two changes to the team. Tables were turned on us and we were the ones outworked and outbattled and our opposition took their chances when they came along. We chased the game but were unable to create any opportunities and didn't even have a shot on target. A harsh lesson to our young squad about the highs and lows of open age football. We showed how good we can be in one game and how poor we can be in the next. We will stick at it and try to find that consistency we need between now and the end of the season and see where it takes us. Now obviously they sent the report from Wednesday, so if there's not an enemy, we'll read it out, I've done it back to front like. But take after you a bit back to front, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Astral Reserves nil Putin Royal four. <clears throat> Our best and mo- com- most complete performance of the season by far. A well deserved win against a very good Astral Reserve side. You and McCready opened the scoring after pressing the ball from midfield through to the goalkeeper to force an error. Ryan Slater doubled the lead after cutting in from the left and hitting the target, the ball squeezing in at the near post. We were limiting them while causing them problems every time we won the ball. Second half we expected a reaction from Asheville and talked about being clinical on the counter-attack and we did exactly that with Ant Ant Evans finishing a counter-attack by showing some good control in the box before poking it home. Then Josh Holmstead arriving at in the box from midfield to finish from close range still early in the second half these are Ali's age Josh we managed the game well from there and saw out a comfortable win but it was earned from a hard work and determination from 1 to 11 well done and unlucky yeah we'll say and go 90 minutes failed to be used a goal between Mossley Hill Athletic Reserves and West Kirby while in contrast there was no stopping but was easy run 7-1 a home to Cheshire Lions goals from Cam Gran. Bath Jarby. We're so to by efforts from Jack Barton, Joe Williams, Sal Jabby, Andrew Dickinson, found an F for the visitors. Oh. 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 Didn't know this. What? This next one. Shock. 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 There was a shock result in Division 3 as current leaders and Whittle Amateur Cup finalists Hooten crashed 5-0 at home to Chester and well, Reserves. I've got a report, but I only found out the score last night myself. Hooten versus Chester Nomad seconds. Absolutely shite. One of them days in front of goal and terrible defensively. Well done, Chester Nomads. Deserved winners. Don't think... Very happy when that's been sent through. But, that is massive, isn't it? Well, it is when, like, Calman and Ainty Villa Reserves are. That, that's going to be a close run one, though. Let's see the rest of them. 
second play things your Villa reserve duly took advantage and eroded the the leaders advantage to a couple of points with two games in hand after they record an 8 0 win over Ellsbury and Port Town reserves. It's actually three games in hand, two points behind. Mm-hmm. Kelmer are a further point behind with an, an extra game in hand as well. Sam Telford never have held your reserves, but it was the visitors pulling victory as you promised Neil Ellison and Derek Machine, mainly 2 1. And the winning margin was, was the same for SK reserves who were eclipsed Nest and Nomads with efforts from J- Aston. Jameson and Ben Keane, the visitors have a report through Joe O'Donnell. Ben Keane, is it Ben Keane who used to play for his arm Mitchell's AT team? More he used, he, used, he used to be quick. He's he used a forward. Play, yeah, he used, to play, he used to play on the wing um, when Sean had Ricky Colton and Arm Mitchell and Fenton and all them. Ben played. He was quick like. Another report must mean another win for the Wacker. It's the only time he sends one in. And you would be correct in thinking that. Due to countless injuries and a large group of young men heading out to Amsterdam to taste the city's finest cuisines, West Kirby took to Saturday's fixture with a very small squad. They faced the Nestor Nomad side that sit as high as fifth in the table. A tough encounter was expected and that's exactly what was on show, but it was with within the fourth minute that West Kirby took the lead. Jameson sends in a corner which is defended well. Ball came back out to Jameson, who with his first touch strikes the ball across the goal and into the opposite side netting. <sighs> Fuck off. The little Birkenhead living legend must have foreseen this happening, as I'm sure I've seen him again working on something similar with the forwards warm-up. If not, then his work pre-game is giving West Kirby forwards much confidence in front of goal. Wow. He's I'm gonna have to come and watch this. I know. What what's actually going on? You might have to bring him in as your forwards coach. Uh-huh, if he's this good. With West Kirby seeing plenty of the ball and Neston failing to trouble the opposition keeper, the intensity of the game had risen considerably. On forty minutes, Neston were awarded a free kick, dead centre and just outside the day. Joe O'Donnell steps up and plants a beauty into the keeper's top right corner. A goal oh my god. A goal straight out of the Eddie Hutch handbook. <coughs> it's like a sickening love affair between him and Stu at the moment. Half time, one all. Second half continues pretty much as close as the first, with the same intensity. Both keepers not really being tested, but West Kirby looking the more likely to break the deadlock, and that came through the way of a penalty. Great build up play from West Kirby. Midfield, marshalled by the evergreen Mike Pennell. Evergreen Mike Penelope. <laughs> the forward line making the runs they've been instructed to by you know who. That's right, little Yoda. Joe Lai picks out the perfect pass and the Neston defender makes a tremendous save to stop the ball travelling and the referee points to the spot. Ben Keane confidently dispatches the spot kick to give West Kirby the fifth straight league win on the bounce. Full time West Kirby reserves two Neston one. Man of the match, Mike Pennell. In addition, rumours have it Master E. Hutchinson was seen at Lingham Park in the morning having a chat to young Riley Gibson. Young Riley then going on to add his, add his name to the score sheet later that morning. Make of it what you will. <laughs> what? He's going to have something on him. By the way, it was my lad's first goal of the season as well. Go on. Got beat though. But good report, just a bit too much loving to the yeah, to the little 
fart. The little man attacked us last week. Attacked us? Yeah. So I'll just read people out there. There you go, you pair of bellends. Sent the other Bellin reports nearly every game I've been involved. <laughs> that was an attack at 20 past 10. I got the similar attack, to be honest. Did he send you the screenshots of the reports he'd yeah, sent he when did, they got yeah. beat? Yeah. Oh, he was very offended, wasn't he? Very offended. But what I will say, the reports when they do get beat are very short. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if you go for the very, the very eddy. <laughs> it was like there's some long ones but there's one obviously where he gets a bit upset but keep them coming little man yeah well it's actually Stu who's sending them now but I reckon Eddie writes them and gets yeah, Stu to send it to me I won't talk about your youth today you can if you want no problem we got beat by a very good team very impressed by them Bresnik on the county scene hats off to division 2 promotion changes Ashville reserves who clinched the dream county FA Amateur Cup semi-final class with current Division 1 leaders and cup holders major well the goals from Billy Rainbow and Matty Maguire scored two on results over Cheadle FC in the other semi Reminded me that I'll send <clears throat> I got sent a video of the goal the winning goal great try by Billy yeah. Yeah, and well done to them they play the Royal in the semi yeah having a very good season now they've dipped a little bit they've had a couple of losses the last couple of weeks but good to bounce back that after the midweek and winning the Cheshire yeah, it was a great win for our under 18s and the developments over to beat Rain and Reserves for you. Did you that? Yeah, that's that's three teams, three three games played so far, all the youth are through. Which doesn't really bode well for the. It doesn't because Mossley Hill, Mossley Hill youth, beats Hazel Reserves 7 2. Oh, we haven't seen that one. Yeah. So the Development Cup is now just a youth cup, a second yeah. youth cup. Ah, listen. These young kids are just some good kids coming through. That's embarrassing. I'm putting it out there. That ah, I'm managing one of the teams, and I agree with you. You know that. But I think it's what I've been saying about forty for a while. There's a massive misgeneration of footballers in my eyes, and these new lads coming through seem to have the bit between the teams. So hopefully, football yeah, will get stronger yeah, get in the next few years. Yeah. Obviously, when you get reports like that off Westgate Reserves, obviously Eddie's the forefront of all this, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he loves it. He's there a year up above us, there going. We had a big discussion about what we, you know, whether we should play youth again or adults or what. I'm so, going to call him now Eddie Mourinho. Eddie Mourinho. That's his name. And that's us for the West Cheshire. So we move on to Sunday, and before we do the report, we both missed the report out last week, didn't we? I did. I did miss. I missed the wellies. No, I missed. I missed um, the bushels. I had an excuse, though. You didn't. I was pissed up on the Sunday. No, I didn't have an excuse. I generally just totally forgot the dance, haven't we? Mum has faded the army list, and I only noticed it after he added it. But we have got one off the bushel today, but not off the welly, unfortunately. So we'll start, Old Parks secured their passage in the next round of the David Tracy Memorial Cup with a narrow 2-1 win over close and fellow Division 3 rivals AFC Rangers thanks to strikes from John Wellman and Adam Lamb. We have a report of the Rangers. Yeah. We was offered today and was punished by a well-organised, well-drilled Old Parks. 
they took the lead of the free kick from from a foul that we shouldn't have given away. They punished us from that, and they quickly made it two. With did he meant to go? Did he meant to go? <laughs> did he mean it? We we went we then went down to ten. The lads adapted to it and eventually got a goal from a, a great cross from State and then Fitzy nodded it in. We didn't test them enough after that, even when they went down to ten. We we dust ourselves down and get ready for ten big games. Let's see where what that could bring, promotion or even the title is still achievable. Man of the match, Luke, goalkeeper. Cheers. Also in round four of Bushel Athletic, who had Ben Glover on hand with the all-important strike at Division 2 High Flyers, Bedford FC. I have a report. I also have one from the other way, you know. I'll have the Bushels one. Again, again competing with Saturday night for us. <laughs> Had to check the local YMCA and random kitchens with some of our players. Even the assistant manager didn't make the game. Ooh. Bedford were the better team first half, but luckily enough couldn't break us down. Defended well, seeing the half out. Second half we started to play a bit, but didn't create many chances. Bedford probably should have got something from the game, but luckily Harley in the net didn't have a save. To make Ben Glover score in the 88th minute, direct from a corner into the next round, and a wake-up call for all lads. Seen the goals online, some of the video yeah. there. Off the Bedford one, hard one to take. I think we played well today and come away with nothing, hit the bar, had two handball pens not given and then conceded it two minutes ago for corner going straight in. Was happy with how the lads battled and need to bounce back now. Well played Bushels, man of the match, Robbie Williams. Wellington FC secured their place in the draw for the last eight after Billy Rainbow and Nathan Leyland notched a goal apiece. They will also be joined by Rigmove, who e- eased their way through 4-0 at higher Beb Kelmer. Josh Life with two, Adam Henry and Josh McEwen all netting. Tom Ashcroft and Adam Walker with a double each. Added to singles from Owen Morton. Ah, we've got a report here for Sorgal to claim a quarter final spot at the expense of Lions FC. Yeah. We hosted Lions FC in the David Tracy Cup round three. We beat Lions in the quarter finals of last season's competition, so we knew they would be up for revenge this morning. We started the better side and was controlling the ball. We got our breakthrough around 15 minutes. Mark with a lovely pass from Owen Kelsey found Adam Walker, who noticed the goalkeeper coming off his line and chipped him into an empty net, 1-0. We didn't take our foot off the gas and we got a second not long after. Winning the ball on the edge of the box, Adam Walker found Tom Ashcroft, who had it home, to make it 2-0. Adam Walker then got his second with the front three present high, caused a mistake on the at the back for the Lions and Adam Walker made it three. The goals didn't stop there as we got our fourth before our time after Owen Kelsey again who was running the midfield found Tom Ashcroft in behind who, le- who left the re- right back for dust and fired home into the bottom corner 4-0 half time. We took our foot off in the second half and managed the game well and got a late goal to make it five right on full time with a well taken goal from Owen Morton who cut in from the right and found the bottom bit with a well taken left foot to strike full time 5 0. Something about this David Chasey Cup that brings the best out of us. And now move on to the quarterfinals at the Tigers Old Park from the division below. I'm sure it will be a great cup tie. All the best of the Lions who will face again in the next few weeks. MOM. What was it? PMM? No, don't fucking dare. <laughs> don't fucking dare start that on here. It is man of the match, Owen Kelsey. Was back to his old ways yesterday. Was mustered in a holding role. 
Hold them wrong way. So we can't say pom? No. And if anybody puts it on, never repeat it. It's absolutely, it's man of the match, it's a man's game. Can be player of the match or woman of the match in their game. Got no issue with whatever they call theirs. Ours has been man of the match since the day I was born. No, minds me up, shit like that. Great Flow Sport and Social and Doc AFC both booked their place in the semi finals of the Veronica Conway Premier Cup with both registering 2 0 wins each at Beechwood FC and Corsair, respectively. On the score sheet for the float were Carl Barker and Tom Harris, while Doc scorers were Kieran Ham and Adam Lee. Big win for the float, that. Big win. They play each other in the semi as well. Do they? Doc floats. Doc floats. Nice. Will anyone stop them? That's the question. Eastern Rangers booked the tickets into the last four of the Jimmy Cole Memorial Cup with a 3-1 win with a single each from Jordan Crowder, Martin Marshall and James Beddows. I have a report. Eastern dominated most of the game of the first half team and pulled it back for the second half but didn't take their chances. Eastern started a strong quarters on the break going a goal up in the first 20 minutes. The second goal we were once again caught on the break which won them a corner that was flicked on and we, we conceded. We started playing well in the last 10 minutes of the first half, keeping it on the floor but couldn't get much needed goal without testing their keeper half time sooner. The second half was better, a better battle, we made some changes on Mark Boyle, Doyle being one of them scored a brilliant goal assisted by Jack Grimes, a clean strike right outside the edge of the area. Shortly after our keeper made a brilliant save but we conceded a silly penalty that was well saved once again by our keeper Tom Beeman. Our keeper made two, our keeper made two or three top saves to keep us in the game but we just couldn't get the shots off needed taking one too many touches and the game ended 3-1. Okay, good. Woodchurch Hotel put daylight between themselves and second place Rock Ferry Social after a resounding 4-0 win at Queen's Park on the mark for Woodchurch Hotel with Jordan Deer, Ben Holmes, Ben Dufton Kelly and Josh Jerez who are still unbeaten in the league action and are now slight favourites to lift the Ryan Giggsy Averton Trophy Big win that for them That was there Queen's got everything wrong on the day but the Woodshirts were good they were very good. I think if they kept the foot on, they could have got more. But three, well, three nil at half time. The three points ahead. Yeah. On the same games with Rock Ferry, the seven points ahead of the Beachwood. We've got two games in hand, and they are ten points ahead of the Dock, and they've got three games in hand. Could be close four way battle, I couldn't it? Could be very well, close. The Beachwood play the Rock Sunday, don't we? Do they? In the league. Big game. Big game. See, draw helps the other two massively, doesn't it? It's going to be, when the, the games against each other are probably going to decide the league, aren't they? Let's be honest. You're expecting the top four there to probably beat the rest of the league. I think if the Rocket beats them, they're terrible. Beats should have had them as well, haven't they? To be fair, lately. Had the number. Luke Blondell bagged a four goal salvo for Nesta Nomads in a 7 1 win over KRCT Bidston. Jack Lloyd, Joe Foster, Dean Jones completing the scoring 
for consolation for KRCT coming from Michael Dobbs in a bottom half of the Premier Division tussle, tussle. KRCT lost three key players to injury in the game and that had a defining influence on the game just found out today Avo had to play no oh, he broke his leg he broke his leg Fuck. but he's gone to the hospital today for x-rays so I don't know the ins and outs of it but hopefully it's more of a fracture than a break and not too bad taxi's arm as well eh? yeah jobbed a lot and that. he's only playing because lads have let them down you know AFC Shafts had to thank Matt Walsh after bagging a four-timer with Eddie Jeb and Travis O'Brien also on hand in their first league win of the season in the Maxwell Barbers Division 1 on the receiving end with Woodchurch Rovers 6-1 have finished massive results they obviously need oh yeah they needed it didn't they who's, who's going to win that league Gonna be a close run thing again, I think, isn't it? Who's in it? Bushels. Bushels, the Cheese, the Jets, the Welly, Eastern Rangers, Colts. All in with a shout. It looks like it's gonna be an exciting end to the season, and a lot of them. Game of the day in Division 2 saw second place Prenton, who had Luke win on the score sheet, hosting unbeaten Whitby Rangers. South Whittleside Whitby Rangers recorded a fine 3 1 win with Tom Ruffer. Notching a brace and a single from Brad Bland. Big win, that. Big win. Glenhaven Athletic earned their first point of the season in a keenly contested 0-0 draw with Victoria Colts. I have a report off, Phil. Another tough one to take. The better side, a large part of the game, just couldn't take our chances. Played some really good stuff and then a massive chance right at the end. To win it, only downside was Liam Beefy McGraw getting sent off for a game of handbags with their striker. <laughs> game finished nil nil. We take the positives. Good luck for the rest of the season. Very cold, so Liam the clown. Dickheads, them McGraws, you know. He's a clown, you know. I'm all I'm McGraws, really. He's an old midget, aren't you? I'm only looking you. Nearly. Really? <laughs> <laughs> only about half a foot off. I win a header every day, ain't you? No chance. All day. We'll go outside after this. In fact, that's something we can do in the future. Next time somebody's there, we me, you, Bernie, together, we'll get the ball up and Bernie can video it. That's fine. Yeah. Can you even get off the ground anymore? I don't need to. <laughs> oh, where am I? Well, Barcode FC, we had Jake Norton on the score sheet, also shared the points and traded goals with Eagle and Stirrup. Callum Jones replying. The chase for promotion and the title race in Division 3 of the Hoolahans Birkenhead Sunday Association Football League. It took that long to get it in, but he gets it in every week. The full name has been blown wide open with leaders West Kirby United dipping a home to Athletic Vintage Hagarth 1 0. A solitary effort from Ollie Nicholson for Oval FC and the decision 1 0 at Parkgate San Germain. And are now very well placed with a late run to possibly be in the automatic promotion positions. North Wirral Saints found their shooting boots after Ben Dunn and Callum Sate both registered a hat-trick each. Added to singles from Will Gill and Lewis Housen. 8-1 over Parkgate Panthers. Wirral Athletic accounted for AFC Rayburn 
5-0 with goals from Joe Roberts, Jamie Conway, Greg Beck, Luke Hughes and Danny Allen. And that is that. No, I've got no rumours either. I've got two. Oh. I've got, well, one's a rumour and one's more of a statement, a threatening statement. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy to read it out. Go on then. Let's see. Let me get them up on my phone. Let me get them up. I've got to read them word for word. So I've got to be careful on the first one. I've got to obviously change the name. C-Mac isn't loving life at the Beechwood and has put the feelers out about a return to the rock. <laughs> That's it. That's all it says. Not a chance. No? Nah. Would they have him back? No. Would he go back? No. It's Wham. Is it Wham? It's a Wham one, though. A Wham one? Yeah, someone's Wham does. I'm sure we'll get a comment. Now, the last one, as I say, it's more of a statement and a threat. Go ahead. It's actually signed as well. Is it? It's signed. And I asked if I can read out this... Howard Sand and he said yeah Mick McGraw's head's gone if he's seen anywhere near Asheville he'll be chased away with a rusty pole AC <laughs> and that's us that's us yeah thanks for listening can you report in for next week <laughs>